the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The political leaders fail. The politicians, the king and the princes. Politicians are ineffective. And they don't have an answer to fix the problem that the nation of Judah was facing. They were no help. They were no help. And the reason they were no help is because the issue that the nation was facing was a spiritual issue. It was not a political issue. God proclaimed the end had come for Israel. Destruction was at hand for their centuries of rebellion. In the midst of the struggle and terror, the people looked to the political leaders for help. They were of no help. Despite all their power and influence, they could do nothing against the problems facing the nation. Today, Pastor Dan will describe how our nation is facing problems as well. And instead of relying on and trusting political leaders, we should recognize our problems are spiritual and turn to God in repentance and humility. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Ezekiel chapter 7 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. People inside the city were, were cut off and just dying of famine and, and disease. Those who survive, verse 16, those who survive will escape and be on the mountains like doves of the valleys, all of them mourning, each for his iniquity. Every hand will be feeble and every knee will be as weak as water. They will also Be girded with sackcloth. Horror will cover them. Shame will be on every face. Baldness on all their heads. So we're told a remnant will escape the siege of the Babylonians. They'll escape to the mountains where they will mourn, it says. They'll mourn for their iniquity. Instead of of rejoicing that they escaped, rejoicing that they got out with their lives, they're going to mourn. And they're going to mourn for their iniquity. They'll put on sackcloth. They'll shave their heads in sorrow and repentance. Back in chapter 6, verse 9, the Lord said, they will loathe themselves for the evils which they have committed. He says, of those who escaped to the mountains, every hand will be feeble. Every knee will be as weak as water. They'll be too weak and frightened to fight. They'll be too weak and frightened to fight. Now it's describing those who are able to escape to the mountains. In verse 19 it says, They will throw their silver into the streets, and their gold will be like refuse, garbage. 
Their silver and their gold will not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They will not satisfy their souls nor fill their stomachs because it became their stumbling block of iniquity. As they flee to the mountains, as they're fleeing out of the cities of Judah and Jerusalem, they toss their gold and their silver in the streets like garbage. That gold and silver is only going to slow them down as they're trying to escape. Besides that, it says, you know, what, what good is money if it can't buy you food to eat? It's worthless. That money can't satisfy your soul. It can't fill your stomach. You can't eat the gold. So they just dump it. Proverbs 11.4 says, Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. Riches do not profit in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivers from death. What, what good is your riches when you're going to die? When it comes the time for you to die, listen, how much money you have in the bank is not going to really matter to you. What is going to matter to you and what's going to matter to me is am I right with God? Am I right with God? It's righteousness that delivers you from death. Being right with God through Jesus Christ. That's what's going to matter. That when I step out of this life and I step into the presence of God, will He receive me? Will He accept me? Will He say, well done? Good and faithful servant. You know, Jesus said, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, but in the end he loses his soul? Gain the whole world, all the, all the silver and gold in the world. But what good is that if in the end you lose your soul? Salvation through Jesus Christ is the most valuable thing you could ever possess. More than all the gold and silver in, in the world. And, and besides that, we aren't taking gold and silver into eternity. You know, you can't roll over your 401k into some account in heaven so that you have it in heaven. It's interesting here as these people are fleeing and running for their lives that they would take their gold and their silver and just dump it in the street like, like garbage. It's interesting how times of crisis have a way of making us realize what's really valuable and what's really important to us and what really matters and what we really need. And it's interesting how a time of crisis can reorder our priorities, isn't it? Something we thought was so important and something so valuable becomes worthless to us. Becomes unimportant. Verse 20 says, As for the beauty of his ornaments, he set it in majesty, but they made from it the images of their abominations, speaking of their idols, their detestable things. Therefore, I have made it like refuse. I've made it like garbage to them. Uh, you know, the people of Jerusalem actually set up their idols in the courts of the temple in Jerusalem. So God says, I will give it as plunder into the hands of strangers, speaking of the Babylonians, and to the wicked of the earth as spoil, and they shall defile it. 
I will turn my face from them and they will defile my secret place. The Holy of Holies. They actually set idols in the Holy of Holies. Robbers robbers shall enter it. And defile it. God's just going to give it all over to the Babylonians. Make a chain. For the land is filled with crimes of blood and the city is full of of violence, so they're going to be chained and carried away as slaves. Therefore, I will bring the worst of the Gentiles, and they will possess their houses. I will cause the pomp of the strong to cease, the arrogance, and their holy places shall be defiled. Destruction comes. They will speak peace, but there shall be none. Now look at verse 26. Disaster will come upon disaster. And rumor will be upon rumor. Here he's talking about the judgment that will come upon the nation of Judah. And what he says here in verse 26 is interesting. God's judgment against the nation will be disaster upon disaster. And we talked about that earlier this evening. Uh, that, that disaster that will seem like a singular disaster. Just one event right after the other, right after the other. It's going to be disaster upon disaster. And, and this is important, it will be rumor upon rumor. False reports. Misinformation. Will be, is, part of God's judgment against the nation of Israel. False reports and misinformation are part of God's judgment against the nation of Israel so that people will not know what's true and what's false, what to believe, what not to believe. Have you noticed? I know you have. All of the false reports and misinformation that has been going on and that is being reported, especially in the last few months. All of the false reports and misinformation about the pandemic. And now all of the false reports and misinformation about the riots and the looting that's going on in the cities. And it's hard to know, isn't it? It's hard to know what to believe and what not to believe. It's hard to know what's true what's not true, what's fact, what's fiction, what's fabricated. It's very confusing. It's a very confusing time. Because there's so much misinformation. There's so much false information. Well, in Jerusalem and Judah, false reports and misinformation Rumor after rumor. That was, that was God's judgment against the nation. That was one of the ways that God brought judgment upon Jerusalem and Judah. Pastor Dan, are, are you saying that all of this misinformation that's swirling around, that it's the judgment of God? I don't know. But I do know that God allowed 
misinformation to be disseminated in Jerusalem and Judah as part of his judgment. I also know that God is not the author of confusion. There's a lot of confusion right now in the world. And I know that he's sovereign and everything passes through his hands before it happens. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth Radio Ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. Now look at what happens in verse 26. Disaster will come upon disaster, and rumor will be upon rumor, And then, then they will seek a vision from a prophet. The law will perish from the priest and counsel from the elders. Now that judgment is coming upon the land of Israel because of their idolatry, now the people look to the prophets and the priests and the elders for help, but the people will find no help from the religious leaders. Why not? Well, the people rejected the prophets of God for decades. They persecuted the prophets. They scoffed at the prophets. They tried to silence the prophets in the land. And now... When the judgment is coming down upon the nation, and now at a time in the nation when they needed truth and they needed clarity from God, there was nothing. God would not speak to them through the prophets. He did not give the prophets visions for the people. And the priests, the people looked to the priests. The priests And the people have rejected God's word. They've rejected God's words for for a long time. And now, when the people needed it, the priests had no encouragement from the word of God. They look to the elders now. Suddenly now they, they, they want counsel from the elders. They've blown off the elders. They've dismissed the elders. For decades and decades in their country. Now the judgment is coming. Now the judgment is falling. They're looking to the elders. For counsel and guidance. But there was no guidance from the elders. The elders offered them nothing. Now the judgment is falling upon the nation. After decades and decades of just marginalizing God marginalizing the people of God, marginalizing the prophets and the priests and the elders and the word of God and wanting nothing to do with it. Now that they're in this major crisis 
and everything is collapsing. Now they go to the prophets and they go to the priests and they go to the elders and there's silence. It's too late. It's too late. God has said the end has come. The time's up. Jesus tells a parable in the Gospels about two men. There's a wise man who builds his house upon the the foundation of a rock. He builds his house upon the rock. There's a foolish man who builds his house upon the sand. And the idea with the foolish man is he, he builds his house in a dry riverbed. Right? Which is just an incredibly stupid place to build a house. But he builds his house in the dry riverbed and they're fine until the storm comes. And once the storm comes, the house that's built upon the rock is fine. It's able to withstand the storm. But the house that's built upon the sand, it collapses. And Jesus says, and and great was the fall of that house. When the storm comes, that's it's too late now. Once the storm comes, that's not the time to try to build your house on the rock. And here, with the the nation of Israel, the people of Judah and Jerusalem, now that that the storm has come and the nation is collapsing, now kind of in the 11th hour, now they're, they're, they're turning to the prophets for a vision and they're turning to the priests for a word from God and from His Word. And they're looking to the elders for wisdom and, and counsel. It's, it's too late. It's too late. The day has come. The end has come. There's no turning back now. It's too late in the game. And so there's no answer from the prophet. There's no answer from the priest. And there's no counsel from the elders. They waited too long. Again, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Don't put it off. He will not always strive with us. Don't put it off. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. Don't put it off. Ask Him to forgive you of your sins and surrender to Him. Don't put it off. Don't wait. You might wait too long. It might be too late. Now watch what happens. Verse 27. The king will mourn. The prince will be clothed with desolation, and the hands of the common people will tremble. I will do to them according to their way, and according to what they deserve, I will judge them. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. In addition to no help from the religious leaders, from the prophets and priests and elders, the political leaders fail. The political leaders fail. The politicians, the king and the princes Politicians are ineffective. And they don't have an answer to fix the problem that the nation of Judah was facing. They were no help. They were no help. And the reason they were no help is because the issue that the nation was facing was a spiritual issue. It was not a political issue. It was not an economic issue or a social issue. It was not something that could be resolved with legislation or policy. It was a spiritual issue all along. 
And it needed a spiritual answer. And so the political leaders of the nation could do nothing. They're helpless. Psalm 33 says, The Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the peoples of no effect. The counsel of the Lord stands forever. The plans of His heart to all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. It's a spiritual issue. It needs a spiritual answer. The politicians were ineffective and impotent against the problems that Judah faced. God brought the counsel of the nations to nothing. He makes the plans of the peoples of no effect, ineffective. But in contrast, the counsel of the Lord stands forever. And blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. You know, I'm, I read this with the kings here and the princes. And I'm reminded of the nursery rhyme, Humpty Dumpty. You remember Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall? Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. And what happened? All the king's horses and all the king's men, they couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together again. The king used all of his resources, all of his power, all of his people, and nothing worked. You know, Jesus talked about that in the last days that the nations of the world will face perplexities. That's the word that he uses. Meaning we will face problems in this world that have no obvious solution. And all the king's sources and all the king's men will not be able to put back together. All of the resources that our governments have will not be able to fix. Why? Because they're spiritual issues. They're spiritual issues that require a spiritual answer. You know, we, we've heard so much in the last few months uh, that great verse out of Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name will, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. And I will answer. And I will heal their land. It's a spiritual issue. It needs a spiritual answer. People praying and seeking God and humbling themselves before God. You know, a broken and contrite heart, He will never turn away, the Bible says. Not pridefully, or arrogantly, but humbly, with humility and contriteness, turning from our wicked ways as a nation. He'll hear that prayer, and He promises to heal the land. The kings can't heal the land. The princes can't heal the land. And it leaves the people trembling because they've got no one to turn to at least in their minds. It's a spiritual problem that requires a spiritual answer. Just like it was in Judah, just like it is today. Spiritual problem that needs a spiritual answer. 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan is teaching through the book of Ezekiel. The Israelites had a difficult time trusting God, especially when things didn't go their way. But despite their wavering faith, God's faithfulness never wavered. He even sent someone like Ezekiel to speak not only truth, but hope. God had something much greater for the Israelites, and He has something much greater for you, too. If today's message with Pastor Dan on Ring of Truth has touched you and you'd like to know more about how God can change your life, we'd love to talk with you. Please give us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. And we highly encourage you to find a church home that will help guide and support you in your growing faith. If you're ever in the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Each week, we gather together for a time of worship and Bible study. And we'd love to have you join us. You can visit our website at calvaryec.com to find directions, service times, and what you can expect when you join us. We want to say thank you for joining us today. Pastor Dan will have much more to share from the Bible when you tune in next time, right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and what I know because I know his voice and it only takes Rings true.